Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. Welcome in to the Inside Carolina podcast, presented to you by Johnny T-Shirt and JohnnyTShirt.com. You're listening to the Inside Carolina Don Callahan UNC football recruiting podcast you want to bring in don callahan now aka donnie scoops what's going on man man you are bringing the energy today if i was uh if i was sleepy in the least i'd definitely be wide awake right now what's going on with you you're the one who's burning the candle at both ends yeah been uh short on sleep man just clemson week and working out in the mornings early and and staying up late uh working out at night (laughs) yeah whatever you say don um but yeah i need to get more sleep but it's a big week for football we're gonna jump right into it no more dilly dallying a couple big points of news we're gonna get to today first of all we want to introduce a new top five we're gonna discuss the old top five at the end of this show which is gonna be the top five snack foods slash tailgate foods you enjoy while watching sports but the new top five don you came on with it you want to tell our listeners what it is all right, new top five is your five sports that you follow, watch, whatever. Your five favorite sports outside of college football so that so you can still throw in the NFL. Um, and I guess we can break up NBA and, and NCAA basketball also just because uh, I feel like you get people who follow one might not follow the other. Um, but, uh, yeah, so top five uh, sports that you that you follow that you like outside of college football. And as always – Send us your submissions either on Twitter. You can um, tweet them at me at Don Callahan IC or send me a, a uh, personal message on Inside Carolina. My, um, my handle on there is Don Callahan. Pretty simple. Cool. So, I mean, unique sports, things you're into, could be the common sports or anything you watch, your top five sports outside of college football that you enjoy yeah, unique. and watching. Yeah. I definitely would like some unique stuff. I expect a lot of NFL, NBA, but I mean, let's throw some unique stuff because we liked the the reason why I got this idea was from what was it last week or two weeks ago when we went through the uh, your bucket list. There were some interesting um, ideas on there that that people had on their bucket list that I know that you found intriguing. Yeah, for sure. I love those those unique topics and just kind of get into a feel for the type of people we have listening to our show. All right, moving on. We're going to jump into uh, some new info and intel on Desmond Evans, the five-star defensive end and UNC target. We're going to talk about Keanji Lambert, the four-star wide receiver who is flirting with a couple schools now out of Virginia. And then we're going to get into Lamarion James, who decommitted from UNC. 
Don is going to do his best to explain kind of what happened there, the situation kind of inside, the reason why this commitment uh, decommitted. And then from a broader sense, and this is not necessarily related to Lamar and James, but just, you know, UNC is now 2-2. Two and two. They've had two straight losses. When a season kind of turns, not saying that UNC has turned, but in the past, you know, UNC has won five games in the last two years. How does losing and losing streaks impact the current class? And how, many, how much does do recruits really pay attention to the status of the team, the direction, uh, and, and wins and losses? Because I, I have a feeling it doesn't weigh as heavily as people outside looking in may think. So then we're going to talk about that and kind of give, get Don's opinion on that before diving into our top five. Okay, Desmond Evans, Don, you dropped some intel on the scoop. I'm looking at now for our VIP premium subscribers, and you're also prepping an article to run on Wednesday. Can you kind of get into what's going on now with Desmond Evans with the new intel you have? Yeah, just to elaborate what you, what you mentioned about prepping an article, I, I have it about 50% done, and after this podcast, I'll finish it off and we'll post it. So by the time you listen to this, it will probably be on Inside Carolina. That's going to be the best spot to get all the information on um, on this situation. We'll go completely in depth with you know and get an exact quote from from Desmond. But basically, you know, um, I think for a while now, and and I believe this um, also, uh, the expectation was for it was a matter of time before Evans was going to make his uh, his verbal commitment. There was some rumors of. Um, you know, trying to schedule an announcement. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. They, they, there was a game that um, certain people around Desmond had kind of circled as, as it would be a perfect game of his um, to make this announcement that obviously came and, and passed without anything happening. Um, so he kind of, um, I don't want to say it was a, it was a curveball because this is, this is how he's kind of been throughout his recruitment. And he has actually always said that he wanted to take his official visits before making a decision. So, but he kind of came out and said, okay, I'm going to take my official visits. I have a couple scheduled. Um, North Carolina is definitely one that will receive an official visit. He, um, and it just kind of, um, I guess, goes against what some of the rumors we were hearing from, from those. And, and just, you know, I guess some of the um, intel we were receiving from people close to, to Desmond uh, with his recruitment. So, so this is definitely going to go at least longer than what we thought maybe, maybe um, could go the distance. Okay, so he's scheduled official visits to where? Virginia Tech? Well, he's going to eventually schedule his official visits to all five. Well, the five of his finalists, which are uh, Florida, Tennessee, South Carolina, Virginia Tech, North Carolina, they're going to receive official visits if anyone does. And he's not even 100% committed to taking all five of his official visits. uh, But those are the only schools that will receive one. He does have one scheduled with uh, Virginia Tech for the weekend of, I think it's October 19th. Yes, which coincidentally is the weekend that North Carolina is going to Blacksburg to play the Hokies. So interesting situation there with UNC, the team that he has long, you know, shown interest in uh, playing Virginia Tech. He'll be there in Blacksburg on an official visit with Virginia Tech. You mentioned he uh, may take an official visit to South Carolina this weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you confirm that or any until there? As of today, I can't confirm it. I mean, this is... As we've learned, for those who've been following the whole Desmond Evans saga, uh, you kind of have to wait until the last minute because even if I get confirmation today, it could change in two days. So just as an example, last week I waited until Saturday morning to reach back out to Desmond to, to get confirmation that he was going to visit North Carolina, and he did confirm. And even with that, 
he put a little bit of a scare in those who were kind of tracking whether he arrived or not because uh, Jaden Chalmers arrived at, in Chapel Hill um, pretty pretty early, you know, probably about three hours before kickoff. Then um, Lee County um, High head coach uh, Steve Bardot arrived probably about an hour after Jaden. Both of them arrived without Desmond, which is kind of alar- alarming because those are usually his rides. And then uh, just before kickoff, probably about 30 minutes before kickoff, uh, Desmond arrived. And what I found out later on was that uh, his head coach was supposed to drive him to the game. But at the last moment, his mother wanted to go to the game. So she went and and drove him. And um, yeah, kind of, it made things interesting. You you can kind of go back and look at the post of some of the responses. People started to kind of get a little crazy with it again. The the travel details and transportation details you've explained there are just kind of funny to kind of step back. Like, how much time you worry about a, a kid's transportation issues. Um, okay. So any takeaways from his trip to UNC for the Appalachian state game, anything different? Yeah. And we go in detail with this okay. on, the, on the story about the post, but um, I mean, he was really happy with, with the, the crowd and he's been to games in North Carolina the last um, really, I guess it was the last four seasons um, including this one. So he's been able to kind of see just all the twists and turns with, with the, uh, the fan support and he was he was really happy with with the fan support that he saw this past uh, this past Saturday. Good stuff. So some positives there, but uh, definitely interesting to know that his recruitment will take a couple more turns and twists with official visits to other schools: Virginia, Tennessee. Sorry, Virginia Tech, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, UNC. Those are the five. Yes, those are the five. Okay, so we'll see if he really visits Florida or Tennessee. Um, I don't know why anyone would want to go to Tennessee right now. But good stuff. So check out that update on Desmond Evans on Inside Carolina. We're going to take a quick break to talk about Giant T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. They're our podcast sponsor. We appreciate their support. Support the Inside Carolina podcast by going to Giant T-Shirt and GiantT-Shirt.com. Use the 10% off promo code on the premium message boards to get 10% off all the gear there. T-shirts, hats, sweatshirts, becoming sweatshirt weather. Uh, and a return of the Mac T-shirt, which they're promoting. So all your UNC gear for everybody in your family, go to Johnny T-shirt, JohnnyT-shirt.com, right there on Franklin Street. It's easy. It's around campus. You can run there and get a shirt before the game, before the Clemson game. Get all your UNC apparel needs. All right, jumping right back into it. Donald Keandre Lambert, you gave an update on him. He is a coveted recruit for UNC update on the weekly scoop what's going on with Keandre Lambert did he visit he didn't visit this weekend did he no but I visited okay. him <laughs> okay yeah you yes. drove up in Tidewater area yeah yeah How drove that up. trip what'd you learn about him and what can you tell us about Keandre Lambert's recruitment trip was great you know um just a pretty straight shot just heading up there and heading back right afterwards um spent some time at a school and also uh, they have an off-campus um stadium that's that's right basically on, on ODU's um, campus. Um, uh, so went to that. that. That interesting. I won't get into the story, although I, I, I love my experience there. But uh, I did go into detail about it in the in the weekly scoop, if, if you really care. Um, but yeah, I mean, the main thing with him is, is he's still trying to keep things as secretive as possible. Uh, he I had to kind of pry out of him his finalists. And even when he gave them to me, it was kind of he left it kind of wide open. Um, but I think really this comes down to North Carolina, Penn State, and Virginia Tech. He, of course, took official visits to Penn State and North Carolina in June. 
and uh, Virginia Tech is trying to to um, to get an official visit out of him just before his announcement. As we mentioned last podcast, he has set October. I think it's October fifth, whatever. Not not this not this Friday. The following Friday as his uh, announcement date. And so if Virginia Tech is able to get an official visit out of him this weekend, you got to think that gives them some sort of advantage because that experience is going to be the most fresh on his mind. And that's um, something that I kind of thought might happen um, and might kind of give uh, Virginia Tech the win in this recruitment. Um, for a while there, it seemed like it might not. Now um, it's, it seems like it's, it's, there's a very good chance that, that it could be back on. Has he visited UNC officially? Yes, back in June he visited him officially. Oh, okay. So June. But he, so, so he hasn't visited anywhere since then. That was actually his last recruiting visit. Interesting. And he's, has he taken an official visit to Penn State? Yes, uh, uh, roughly a week or so before the the North Carolina official visit. Okay, so two summer official visits when no one's on campus, and he's going to go to Virginia Tech for an official visit. They're trying to get him on campus. Yes, for this for this weekend, and I think Virginia Tech plays like a. A Friday game. Is that okay. right? Yeah, I mean, it could happen. There's been an ACC game every Friday with the new. Well, ACC so sport. the interesting thing now, I don't have I don't have his high school schedule in front of me, but um, if he's playing on Friday, Virginia Tech's playing on Friday, then um, he's not going to be in in Lane Stadium for the game, and would obviously, um, I you know, spend the entire week or weekend uh, just kind of hanging out with. Um, with the, the football staff there at Virginia Tech. Yeah. So, so what's this guy want? I mean, what is he looking for in a school? What, what's kind of going to be the deciding factor with him? You got you know, you know, three good football programs right here, fine for his. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know because he's he's one of the more secretive recruits. He tries to keep everything very close to the vest, as I mentioned. The one thing, I guess, that I kind of stuck out to me during my, my conversation with him is that he's paid um, – close attention to the offensive success that North Carolina has had, which I know some fans are probably look, listening to this and like what offensive success, but he's more focusing on the fact that they have a quarterback now, um, a quarterback who obviously would be his quarterback for a large portion of his college career. If he were to go to North Carolina um, and the fact that the offense is, is, is kind of moving and doing some interesting things. Um, so that, has to be one of the factors that are important because you mentioned that also he has a relationship with, um, with Sam Howe, which um, appears to be important to him also. So other than that, um, I don't know because he just doesn't give you, he just doesn't give you a whole lot of information. By the way, his high school does play on Friday and I'm, I'm almost hundred percent certain that Virginia tech also plays on Friday. I guess my, my whole point of, of bringing that up is that I feel like one of the draws, and I know that you know everybody hates Virginia Tech who's listening to this right now, but one of the draws I feel like of um, Virginia Tech is their their fan base and, the, and their um, their atmosphere. And if you take that away from the official visit week, and that that kind of you got to think that hurts, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a, going the home games a, a big allure of official visits and, and seeing the crowd and stuff. So, well, particularly with Virginia Tech, you know. and he's yeah, yeah, and he's from that area. But he, you know, he probably knows has some friends that play for them and that kind of stuff. Um, the relationship between Tidewater area and Virginia Tech is pretty tight, I assume, right? Yeah, and I think also, um, I think he had. I, I'd have to look at my notes. I, f- I feel so unprepared right now, but. Um, I believe his uh, uncle played at Virginia Tech, which, go. but I don't think that that's something that's like a huge sort of 
impact thing that will sway things towards uh, the Hokies. Good stuff. Yeah, so a lot there on Keandre Lambert and Desmond Evans. Um, Lambert's certainly a recruitment to follow, and he's announcing soon. He has a, he has that date picked out in October, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also, um, I guess I failed to mention, we, we have a full story up, if you haven't read it already, that was posted on Monday, um, interview with Lambert, where he kind of breaks down his situation in as secretively and as, as um, quietly as he possibly can. Um, on Inside Carolina. So definitely check that out if, if you want some um, additional details about the situation. It's announcing in eight days, 22 hours, 48 minutes from now. According to our 24-7 Sports announcement clicker. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, we're back to kind of close up the recruiting portion of the Don Callahan UNC Football Recruiting Podcast with the decommitment of Lamarion James from UNC over the weekend. Um, he visited UNC, and he's been one of the I guess, loudest proponents of UNC on his social media. So it was surprising to see him decommit. Don, what can you kind of tell us about first his decommitment, what went on there, what you know to explain to our listeners the situation with him and UNC and his decision? Well, there's not a whole lot I guess I can report on. I just know a lot of what it's not. Um, with with uh, James, there, was, there had been – I guess one thing, let me, I mean, just to be clear, he's a cornerback. He's from Virginia. He's not a super, super highly ranked guy. Um, I mean, he's number 14 in Virginia, number 46 cornerback, but he's listed as an athlete. He's going to play cornerback um, five, 10, 170. Go ahead. All right. So, so basically there had been some rumors here and there, very, very quiet rumors here and there that, uh, that he was, Kind of having second thoughts, or maybe maybe not, maybe was kind of looking to visit other schools, or uh, or just kind of just start anew with his recruitment. I ignored those, um, and that was obviously a mistake. And the reason why I ignored them is because just look at his Twitter account, and then actually talk to the kid. I mean, he's very very pro North Carolina. Was one of the most um, vocal recruiters for North Carolina, um, and he, and even after decommitting, I saw him retweeting a bunch of North Carolina stuff. So. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this didn't have anything to do with the Appalachian state loss. Those rumors are completely false. Uh, this had nothing to do with the, the staff did not drop him. I actually would not be surprised to see some sort of, um, I guess a recommitment, I guess it's the word, you know, uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. It just wouldn't surprise me based off the information I've received, uh, I, I think this was a situation where a kid got a little scared about certain things going on um, with him, not necessarily North Carolina. And, um, and yeah, so, I mean, these things could smooth themselves over and in a couple months from now we can look back and laugh at it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's important to note that UNC took, they added three DBs in the transfer portal. One's more of a safety in Cameron Kelly, but the two other guys, 
Ah, Virginia Tech transfer, whose name escapes me, and then the Clemson transfer, Kyler McMichael. And Bryce Watts. And Bryce Watts. So they've added two more experienced guys, which kind of clogs up the depth chart. They, I mean, even Patrice Renee might come back next year. So the one senior who was going to graduate and leave got another year because he got injured. So um, there's a little bit of a log jam now with, once they take – uh, guys from this class and and you know players like Storm Duck improve, so that might be a reason too. Just the lack of playing time, uh, maybe in the next two or three years at UNC. Is that is that a factor that is realistic in, in playing a role? It's a realistic factor, and it could have played a role, but it w- doesn't. It, it the stuff that I was hearing had nothing to do with any of that. Okay, but so now could it been. The icing on the cake? I mean, you know, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, usually icing on the cake is a, using a positive term, but Don used it negatively there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Jaden Chalmers is the only cornerback left in this class. Is that correct? Um, y- cornerback, yes. Yeah, um, two safeties, two high-ranked safeties, and then the last, lower-ranked guy is Jaden Chalmers. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, to spin this, I mean, this leaves another scholarship open for UNC if they want to take another guy in this class, take another luxury recruit in the 2020 class, or look ahead to 2021. They have some, a little bit more room to, to get loose with some offers and, and take some higher-ranked kids in a class that we know is to be talented. And the, um, the staff will have a little more traction with some of the more elite players. Is that, is that a good way to approach it? Yeah, that's definitely a positive spin on things. All right. That's what we do here. All right, Don, anything else on recruiting? And we kind of flew past the, hit the top high points there with um, Lamar and James, Country Lambert, and Desmond Evans. Stories to check out on all three will, will or have already been posted to Inside Carolina. Anything else you want to touch on? Yeah, um, obviously there's a big visit weekend on, um, on Saturday uh, with, with Clemson coming to town. This probably will be North Carolina's last really big um, weekend for recruiting. Uh, we, oh. yeah, we have a huge list of guys already. Um, as soon as I kind of finalize it, we'll definitely post on inside Carolina as always, uh, definitely be posted by the end of the week. Yeah. So look for that Thursday or Friday, uh, Clemson game, huge game. And yeah, like Don said, the, the, the last big, big recruiting event, but there's the Duke game, Virginia game as well. And the Mercer game to close out. I mean, we're going to be this will be the third game for UNC, so we're halfway through the home slate, and we'll have uh, five games under the, under our belts uh, by the weekend. All right, well, let's jump right into it with uh, our top five. Top five snack foods to consume while watching sports or tailgate foods or things you like to eat that go along with the sports you love. All right, Don, you have the list. You posted on the Google Doc. Let's scroll down. We only got four submissions, so I think we can go through them all. How's that sound? That sounds good. How do you want to do this? Uh, just go straight down. You read one, I'll read the next one. All right. So, first one. Brent from Gilbert, Arizona. Number one, wings. Number two, hot dogs slash brats. Number three, chips and dip. Number four, fries. And number five, veggie plate. <laughs> okay. Love that we have a listener from Arizona. Anyone with the veggie plate last. God, the wings are good. All right. John from Charleston. He goes, wings. Loves a good spicy barbecue wing. Two, pulled pork barbecue. Not much beats a whole hog. Pulled pork sandwich with barbecue slaw and vinegar sauce. Three, cheddar brats and burgers. 
for nachos, especially if at home when the toppings are endless and five pizza. All right. There was a weird noise on your end. Um, anyway, uh, Dale from Waxhall, who is uh, a regular, probably holds the active streak for submissions. Number one, Chili. Uh, do I do you want me to read these descriptions? He gave some pretty good descriptions. Yeah, All right, let's trouble. do it. All right. Number one, chili. Got to have some kick to it and include ground beef, cube steak, and kidney beans. Number two, chicken wings. Don't usually make at home and prefer BWs or Hooters, for wings at least. Three, chips and dips, salsa and and queso. Four, pizza. Mix it up between Jet's Pizza and local pizza place that makes New York style. And number five, burgers and hot dogs, classic American staples that go great with a cold beer. On an on a late summer, early fall weekend day. What was the detail? Dale from Waxhaw coming hot. And finally, Paul from Morganton, North Carolina. Hot dogs. And he had Princey's Beef Master. Two Chick-fil-A sandwich. Three hot wings. Uh, BWW, mild. I guess that's uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Four barbecue, Lexington style with sweet sauce. And a five chicken Bojangles big bow box. All right. Uh, all right. So how do you want to do this one? Do every other? Uh, sure. And first of all, how's the man tower? The man tower is awesome. The first stage is about 99% done. I have this. Well, hopefully my wife's not going to list his pockets. I have this hole that I patched that, and I'm not great with drywall. Um, <laughs> So I've had to reapply the uh, the joint compound a couple couple times and probably once more at least. So um, once that's done, then it, then first stage first phase will be done, and I'll just be waiting for Ross Martin to arrive. Yeah, I'm eyeing the uh, October twelfth, thirteenth weekend. All right, let's do this. I'm gonna put it down I my we- calendar. That, that's we- that's the weekend that um, that Des Evans officially visits Virginia Tech, right? No, that'll be the next weekend. Ah. I'm going to that game. Right? Yeah, Virginia Tech, UNC is the 19th. 12 is by. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Georgia Tech. Gotcha. All right. So you have three TVs, and what's the couch set up again? A big sectional? Yeah, uh, not a sectional, but it has that, I think it's called like a chase sort of thing, where yeah, the one cushion right, goes all the way out. Yeah, and then and then you have um, you have footstool sort of thing. Very comfortable. Very cozy. You know, tons of pillows. Okay. Yeah. Big throw pillow guy. Be careful when you use the word sectional and how you say it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. You go first. Top five uh, foods and tailgate foods and snack foods. All right. So very five... interested in this. I'm very interested in your t- in your list because I know you're like a big fast food and unhealthy eater guy. <laughs> so these are probably be pretty generic my picks but anyway all right number five chili this actually we we host a uh and i'm gonna i don't know if i've ever invited you to our super bowl party uh, I'm, I'm gonna need to make sure that that happens this year um that's our kind of our go-to for the super bowl party it's easy most people like chili i mean does anyone not like chili ross vegetarians vegans true um you're right about that all right so most people um enjoy chili and it's usually pretty easy you can make a lot of it and don't have to worry about it going out. Um, and so that's that's kind of my go-to for Super Bowl. And just really any any um, particularly cold um, Saturday to watch some games or maybe Sunday. Okay. 
I, uh, I'll go nachos. I'm, not, I'm going no particular order here. I mean, I love making homemade nachos, big chips, a lot of cheese. Get real creative with the toppings, olives, pickled jalapenos, beans, um, chopped red onions, variety of sauces. Um, I, I, I do do meat sometimes, but not as much. I just don't keep much meat in my house, so I don't really have a meat, so I go vegetarian. But um, love a real good cheesy nacho. I think it's che- it's cheating that you didn't put things in order. Well, I had to go. I had to go switchy switchy because I had chili as my as my listed as my top one. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'll go. I'm gonna go no order of mine. All right, all right. Number four for me: burgers. Another as as who was it that said it? I think it was Dale. You know, it's American staple burgers or hot dogs. I guess or both. Um, really easy to throw them on the grill. You can buy a huge pack when you have a bunch of guests over. Um, yeah, pretty simple. Not much, yeah. not much else to say about burgers. Thanks for telling us about. Burgers. How do you like? All right, you let can, me let you me can ask. Throw them on the grill. You can get a bunch of them. Okay, yeah, go ahead. How do you like your burgers? Like, what's like your thing for burgers? Uh, I mean, I really I don't cook many burgers when I order them at a restaurant. You know, medium with as many toppings as I can get on them: cheese, bacon, uh, tomato, onion. I'm not a huge lettuce guy. I think lettuce is a waste of space. And then I love like a good like aioli or like a a type of mayonnaise, like a flavored mayonnaise, along with ketchup, mustard, different kinds of mustards. I mean, I'm a huge condiment guy. Anything, everything, anything, and everything on it. All right. Well, I just do um. I do some cheddar cheese and Stubbs barbecue sauce. Have you ever had Stubbs? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, it's good yeah. stuff. All right, go ahead. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, cheddar I keep cheese. It, I keep it simple. I, I love I love cheese. So yeah, so if if I maybe a different type of if I had a an option to have a bunch of different cheeses, I would definitely do that. There was I can't remember what restaurant it was. There was one that had like five different cheeses on a burger. I freaking would love it. Um. And so maybe I need to do that. Maybe this weekend, that's what I'll do. Yeah. All right. I'll go pizza next. I mean, I love just like ordering a pizza. I don't do that often, but, you know, getting a game on at night, Saturday night, order a pizza, a couple cold beers, invite some guys over. And I mean, pizza is such a good snack, such a good food. Um, You can't go wrong with pizza. Yeah. So I'm going to mimic what you just said. Um, Pizza is pretty easy. Um, That's probably you know i guess an easier meal when you have a bunch of people over and worrying about what who likes what who's alerted to what and all that sort of stuff and you can have different options and it's really easy even if you're just watching the game by yourself just order you know a a pizza and bring it up to the man tower watch some games (laughs) and just eat it directly out of the box what's your favorite pizza i mean i like everything so i mean i actually i like a good uh barbecue chicken pizza okay it has a little red onion on there, little tomatoes. But I mean, I'll do a meat lovers. I like a good vegetarian pizza. I'll All right, vegetables I, on there. Uh, but I'll I'll literally eat anything. I mean, you'll learn. I, there's no foods I don't like. Well, what do you I, like? Um, what, what sausage and cheese probably? Uh, I mean, I, I I definitely like like a five cheese pizza. <laughs> that that's good. I I love some um, uh, buffalo chicken. But it, yeah, sometimes yeah. It, it depends on where it comes from. Some places are better than others at doing it. I also can do the works, so I'm like you. I I eat a lot of stuff. I don't eat like the healthy stuff that you eat. Uh, but really, if it's like a a good Italian pizza, I like to keep it with um, uh, onions and green peppers, especially okay. if it's it's you know uh, the longer onions and green the stringier ones. That's my thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, I like a um, a buffalo chicken pizza too. That's good. 
good addition. All right. Um, I will go pretzel chips and garlic dip. It's a new thing I've been doing. Hmm. Um, I It's from Trader Joe's. I mean, it's a snack I eat daily. I just throw it, threw it in there. I get these everything pretzel chips. Mm-hmm. They're really thin and crunchy with like the everything bagel seasoning. And I dip them in this, this Trader Joe's garlic dip. It's so good. I'm going to have to try that. My wife is a big Trader Joe's. She actually went last night and brought home a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. They actually were pretty good. Like these, uh, you probably have had, I think they were cashews with um, coconut on them. And they're actually pretty good. Anyway. All right. Number two for me, wings. I absolutely love wings. And one of my favorite foods all time. The only reason why it's not my number one is that wings are one of those meals that you have to be really involved with. You know what I mean? You get the you get the sauce all over your hands and everything like that. And sometimes there might be certain situations where having your hands all greasy, all all saucy up is not the best. Otherwise, I I love wings. I could probably eat a hundred of them easily. And I love different sauces. I love I love spicy stuff, but I also love to try the different um you know the garlic stuff or or whatever it may be, the Asian zing, whatever it is. I, I mean, I like it all. Good stuff, yeah. Wings. Do you prefer the um, the flat one or the what's it called? What are the two different kinds? What's your favorite? Oh, is the flat one the one um, where you have the two bones? Yeah, so the flat, yes. and then the the um, I, the God, drums, drumstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, your so I I prefer the, the I prefer the flat just because okay. you can kind of eat around it, and then also pull the chicken from inside of it and kind of dip it into um, some ranch. The the one other negative is that, and maybe you're a way better cook than I am, is that I have never been able to successfully, well, I can make wings, but they've never been good. They've always been, eh, it's so yeah. much better, so much better in a restaurant or ordering them to get wings. And even when you order them like, like from a pizza place, it, it usually doesn't turn out good, but so much better at a restaurant. Yeah, I've never tried to make wings, but uh, I can I can see that. Um, I, I'm more of a um, blue cheese guy, but I like ranch too. Okay, uh, my second last one is going to be you know I'll go chili, and I was holding it out just just a little hold away from yours. Uh, dude, I make a, I make chili all the time in the winter. I go try meat, so I go I go a third beef, ground beef, a third ground turkey, and a third ground pork. Mixing a lot of onions, a bunch of different kinds of beans, a lot of spices. I get real creative with it. And then I add, you know, I have to have big Frito big scoops. Gotta do um gotta do Frito big scoops, gotta do a bunch of cheese, gotta do jalapenos, olives, uh, green onions, red onions, just tons of compliments. Con- condiments. <laughs> and you get compliments from that. Yeah, for sure. That's the other thing about chili, like like you mentioned, you could throw some you know, sour cream on top, some um, green onions, some, uh, all, you know, all this additional stuff, bunch of cheeses on top. You can really kind of customize your chili even after it's been cooked. Yeah, so, for sure. All right. So my number one is. Nachos for a lot of mm. the same reasons that uh, Ross mentioned. And um, I think it was John who, who submitted uh, nachos um you can you can make it simple by just throwing some nachos and cheese or you can pretty go pretty extravagant it's one of those meals where you can look in your fridge look in your pantry and kind of be like all right let's throw this on there let's throw that on there um and unlike wings where 
you obviously are eating it with your hands, but you don't usually get as messy as you do with wings, so it makes it a little bit easier, and you can easily make them at home, which you can't really do with wings. Good stuff. And I'm going to close with wings, uh, a treat for me. I don't have them that often. We've talked about it already, but um, God, mixing up with a couple of different kinds of wings is a great way to enjoy the game. It's, it adds to the spectacle of the, uh, the game you're watching. All right, good stuff. Uh, hopefully you got insight into our dietary desires. Good info from Don on the three recruits that we profiled in this podcast. We appreciate y'all listening. I want to thank Giant T-Shirt for the support. Check out Giant T-Shirt on Franklin Street and GiantT-Shirt.com. Appreciate Don. We'll talk to you later, guys. Thanks for listening to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com. Brought to you by GiantT-Shirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.